What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Beyond the Dance Floor. This is your girl, Gina. What's good? Happy Monday. I hope that your week is off to a great start. And if it isn't, guess what? Tomorrow is a brand new day. And you have the choice to make it a good day. Matter of fact, you have the choice to make it a good day right doggone now. Yup, you sure do. It is the power is in your hands. So um, today we're doing part two of the last episode we talked about, which was um, we were, wait, it's going to come back to me. How to build your brand. Dun, 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 dun. So part two is building a community around your brand. So let's just say you've already started your brand and you're figuring out how do I build a community to support my brand? That's what we're going to talk about today. So. All right. How do you build a community around your brand? Listen, y'all, I cannot stress enough the importance of um, being true to yourself. I said that all throughout episode um, two. If you didn't listen to it, you probably should. Um, people will see through the fake. For real, for real. So if you're going to build a community, nobody's going to come support this, you know, a fake product. You want to be genuine. You want to be yourself because that's how, that's the first and foremost, that's the the, the, the main thing, especially for my people that are in a service-driven business. You are the face of the business. The business is you. You are the brand. So if you're fake, how are you going to build a community around that, right? Um Create content for the people that are showing up for you. If you've already been teaching for a little while, quit trying to do all the craziness. I told a little story in episode two about this. Focus on the people that are already there. That's your word of mouth marketing. If you can get those people bought in to what you're doing right now, ding, 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 ding. You've already started building a community. They're bought in. They're sold, sold out for what you've got. So why would you try to do something else that's not catering to them? You're also going to want to do something very super important. Get on social media. Point blank, period. If you hate social media and you're in the service industry, you might want to reconsider. Social media has completely changed how we do business, marketing, PR, all of that. Um, normally when I start a business venture, the first thing I do is I run and grab the Facebook handle, the IG handle, the Twitter handle, even the, I mean, I don't use a Twitter, um, all of it. So grab as many of the handles you can so that your business, um, handle stays, um, authentic to you. Even if you don't plan on using it, still grab it. Your students want to engage with you outside of class. Besides, social media is a great tool to promote and market your brand and classes for the free. It's easy for people to share your content. You want to build a community, people got to be able to share what you're putting out there. If they're only connecting with you while you're in class, it's not going to work, right? So get on social media. Excuse me. If you hate social media, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe don't go into business because I don't, I don't. I really don't know, you know, you've got a free marketing tool at your fingertips unless you just have a lot of money and you want to pay for TV ads and and all of that. Um, So I'm going to ask you a question. I'm getting really 
um, great at asking questions right now, guys. I love this. Would you teach just one person if they showed up to your class? I know a lot of teachers who won't do that. It's like, oh, there's just one person here today. <clears throat> it's great. Sorry, y'all. My allergies are kicking my butt. Um, so I'm going to tell you guys a story. I love stories. A while back, uh, I had this lady show up to my class. Actually, backtrack a few years before that even. Um, I was teaching somewhere, maybe subbing, and somebody actually... Um, said something to me. It was a group fitness instructor. Oh, was I training for for something? It may have been that I was training for something. And this was a very amazing um, instructor turned friend. And they said, have you ever been in a class when somebody walks in and they're like, where is everybody? How do you respond to that? And I'm thinking, huh, how do you respond to that? And I started thinking about how I responded to it. And I, I, I was honest. I was like, well, I usually go back. I usually answer them with, yeah, where is everybody? And she was like, that's horrible. Never do that. And she goes, the worst thing that even, ha- you know, the um, even worse than that is when the teacher themselves is the first person to ask that. Like you walk into the class and it's maybe not as full as you, you expected it to be. And you go, where is everybody at? And so she goes, change that. You need to be excited even if you have one person in the room. You need to teach as if there were a thousand every single time. For those of you that believe in manifestation and all that, I believe in Jesus moving forward. Um, You know, you say you, in manifestation, you guys ask the universe. In the Bible, we say we speak what we want to see. So if I'm walking into a room and I'm going, where is everybody at? That's not speaking what I want to see. That's the negative side of that. It sounds like I'm speaking what I want to see, but it it takes the energy in the room down. It also makes the person that's in the room feel like they're not important. That's not what you want to do to build a community. When you're starting out, even if you've got the one person, you better teach like you're teaching in an arena full of people. Bring the energy because you don't know who that person knows. Okay. And so... Um, going into the story, I had this lady walk into my class and I've always kept that um, uh, that other encounter with my, uh, my teacher friend in the back of my mind. And um, before even this lady that walked into my room, people would walk into my class and go, wait, where is everybody? And I would go, you're here. I'm glad you're here. Let's dance. Let's have fun. You know, I'm, I'm not worried about who's not here because the person that needs to be here is here. And that always made my students feel so, so special. And so it made it set the class up for just greatness. And I loved it. And that's how I've done my classes ever since. And one evening, and it's happened several times, I was at a, um, I was teaching at the studio at Center for Dance. And um, I had one person show up, the one. And it's not that I haven't had that happen before. But again, this happened after a certain conversation that I just mentioned. And she looks at me. It was her first time, by the way, first time student. And she was like, oh, if I'm the only one, we can, you know, you don't have to teach me. I can just, I can leave or I can, you know, and just apply the credit to another class. I got bold. I looked at her and I said, if I let you go today and um, not teach you, will you come back for a second class? She looked at me and she goes, honestly, no, I wouldn't. I said, wonderful. Let's dance. 
You know what I mean? And that was such a profound moment for me. Again, that was not the first time that I've had just one person show up to my class for me to teach. I've had plenty, I've had plenty of time. I've actually had no one show up um, to my class. And I still stayed in the studio and just worked on stuff and freestyle just in case maybe somebody showed up, even though we had a 20 minute cutoff. I still just sat in the studio and just hung out. You know what I mean? And there, there were times when people had showed up 20, 30 minutes late to a class and I still taught. When you're building your brand, beggars can't be choosers. You can't come into the game acting like you're Beyonce. You're not going to build a brand that way. Not at all, not at all, not at all. You're not, okay? Um, you need to humble yourself, be respectful, and be excited for the one, be excited for the two, the three. And those are the people that are going to grow and um, help you build your brand and your community and teach them like they're millions of people. Teach them like they're worth millions because they could very well be. That one student could bring you thousands of dollars through their referrals. Okay, so... Building a community takes time. It takes a lot of time. It requires you to be consistent even when your clients aren't. You will have to be consistent in your content, in your creation, in your delivery, in your marketing. Consistency, consistency, consistency. I cannot say it enough. If you hit the ground running, you may see some immediate fruit, but that fruit is temporary. Okay, remember that. Any, um, any sewing you do in the first three to seven months, you most likely um, may see the fruit of that in about a year. You, you, again, you may see some fruit right away, but it's temporary. If you're looking for um, lasting fruit, it's going to take some time. Any tangible fruit that is, is going to take some time. Just remember this. When you do see that fruit, don't stop sewing. Don't stop working. Okay. You don't ever want to get comfortable. Nope. Because if you stop, now you have a gap. Ding, ding. Okay. Then you have to start over all the way over. Building a community around your brand is equal parts consistency and authenticity. You have to be yourself and you have to be consistent. Why? People want to buy a product that is true to the face of the brand. You can't be selling a product that says, I'm against this, 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 and this, and then in your house, it looks nothing like what you're saying. That stuff comes out. People find things like that out. Because somebody's going to see you at a supermarket wearing a fur coat, and you're, you're starting a business that is anti-animal you know, animal cruelty and all this stuff. Like, absolutely. Be authentic. Okay, and be consistent when you start off. Your content creation can't be at you know this great greatness, and you're putting in all this effort, and you like three, four months in, and then there's already a gap in your content creation. You already suck at your delivery. Ah, man, no, 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 no. Be consistent. Okay, when you're marketing. Be consistent in your marketing. Don't start off strong and then and then dwindle. You've got to like put your foot on the gas for a good a good year. And once you start seeing those benefits, re up. Think about how you can you know market differently, market better. How you can get you know 
people in the door in a different way. If you did the, you know, the um, foot to the pavement and you were putting flyers door to door. Now, unfortunately, due to uh, the Rona, you probably can't do that. Or if you were putting ads on on um, on Instagram and, and on Facebook and you saw some fruit from that. Now think about partnering with somebody else. OK, cross promoting so that maybe your um, your efforts are doubled because now you're reaching a whole nother um, audience, a whole nother market go to trade shows or go to conventions and and see how you can pull people from that as well. That's how you build a community. Get out there. Listen, when I started, you are not going to offer me something that I'm not showing up to. Oh, heck no, bro. I'm showing up to everything. We had the banners rolled out. We, If I couldn't make it, you know, my friends would help me. Thank y'all. Y'all know who you are. I'm going to talk about y'all in a different episode. Praise the Lord, because you guys are amazing. Okay? And it got to the point where I didn't even have to be in certain places. And this was many, 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 many years later, decade and some change later, where I didn't almost have to, you know, I don't have to be at everything now. There's a team that goes out, but there's still a presence. Just because we feel like we've arrived and there's a community doesn't mean we stop. Because if if the engagement stops, guess what? The community stops. You gotta be consistent. Okay? Um, start building your core. These are the people that will show up no matter what. I just talked about my friends. Okay? These are also the people that will help you get the word out. If you if you're like, Gina, I don't I don't have any friends that support me like that, you know what? Get you some new friends. Okay, get some new friends. They're not your real friends. The ones that will support you will come. They will be there. They will tell their friends. And it's not an MLM situation and no no shade to people if you're in an MLM situation. But, you know, you start selling to your friends. My mom came to my first workshop. That's the only one of my classes she's ever been. And I can tell you right now, mom, if you're listening, I love you. But I did not get my dance moves from you moving forward. Um <laughs> I tell her that all the time and it irritates the snot out of her. <laughs> um, but listen, oh, I, I'm not going to drill it. You get the point. Engage your audience on social media through email. I, you know, Nowadays, these client management systems, you can text people. Obviously, don't inundate their, their, their um, email boxes with emails all the time because they get a, a bajillion emails per day. So you kind of want to use that sparingly. People start unsubscribing. It's insane. Okay. When I started out, my clients got emails from me, I think once a week or so and daily posts on Facebook and Instagram. Heck, even on Twitter. I don't like a Twitter. I don't tweet, but I used it when I started. I still have the accounts right now just for when I need them. Um, again, to keep those handles dedicated to my business. Um, but anyway, I can only imagine what my community would be like if I still engaged my students the way that I did back then. I, I really don't engage them right now the way I did when I started. But I'm sure that if I did, it would be, I mean, it would be a community on steroids. There's so much more I could be doing, should be doing that I'm not. And um, we've had talks about engaging our community in different ways. And there's so much happening right now that is um, virtual uh, that you can do. Um, to, to keep the community going. You can do online classes. You can do free, you know, 15-minute workouts to keep your, your community engaged and going and, and what have you. There's so much that you can do. Post a quote. Give them a, um, you know, tips. If you find a good article, share it. All of that. I'm just not doing all that stuff right now. One, because I've got like legit 10 Instagram pages to manage right now. And um, not enough t- 
time in the world. However, I've, I mean, I can, I can hit the gas, you know, I can pull my foot off the gas just a little bit because she already has a community around her, but that doesn't mean that the community doesn't want to thrive. So hip hop heals people. If you're listening to this, you can expect some, some things being shaken up here shortly. So I'm excited for that. Uh, diversity, diversity, diversify your content. Yes, you want to post class videos, but what else can you offer your audience? I just talked about posting tips and tricks or, you know, um, content that you see that you think might be relevant to them. It doesn't always have to be your stuff. Okay. Don't be that insecure person. If you see something that is worth sharing, um, to your students, share it. Obviously, you may not want to post somebody else's classes. That's, that's weird, unless they're like, you know, the overseas or or somewhere. I mean, if your community is already dedicated to you and really strong like that, that's great. Um, but conflict of interest too, man. You got to be careful about those things. Um, funny memes are good. It keeps people laughing. Uh, we talked about stories worth sharing, a meaningful cause. Um, there's so much more that you can do. I, I started hiring my students for gigs and that opened up a whole nother section to my brand and even in, um, expanded my community to a whole nother group of people. I would get bookings and use my students for those kinds of things. So that helped build a community as well because it provided an opportunity for them to practice what they learned in class. So if you can create opportunities for your, your students, do it. You, uh, as a person, you need to grow as well. People want to be led by someone who is always growing and evolving. If your community offer, um, if your community offers them something um, that they can relate to, that's great. You've got them in the door. Now, what's going to keep them? You can't keep them on the same content that got them. You have to evolve. You have to grow. If you're, again, you as the leader, how are you growing yourself? What kind of, um, I don't even want to say books are you reading. However, how are you choosing to engage them on social media? If you're reading books, are you sharing some of those things with them? If you're reading articles, are you sharing some of those things with them? If you're taking classes, it's making your um, your uh, choreography better. That's helping you um, create better class contents that you can now give to your students. See, all that ties in together. That's how you build a community. Two words, consistency, authenticity. You have to grow. You have to be consistent in your in your growth, in your, in your content, in your delivery, all of it, okay? 100%. And then um, one other thing that I want to throw out there, if you have the opportunity to go out and put your brand in front of places for free, do it. Make time to do it. It, it's free marketing, it's free promoting. You would be insane to not take advantage of free marketing and promoting. Like how? Um, if you can, again, partner with other people to create an event that um, helps open up your brand to a new demographic. If you can um, start, you know, if you can diversify your offerings. So if you're a choreographer and you're teaching classes, maybe you can do a workshop. Maybe you can do, um, I don't know. I don't want to say convention. That's a whole nother beast. But there are things that you can do for like my heels people. I come back to stuff like that. You can do parties. I used to do parties 
for hip hop. I still do actually for kids and stuff like that. There's so much more you can do. You can offer, um, merch. Okay. And, um, what kind of merch can you offer your people outside of t-shirts? Is it something that they want to wear? Right. And again, if you are paying attention to your audience, you are paying attention to the people that are actually already um, forming a community around you and supporting you. Look at what they um, they they like, cater to them. Okay, so when you're, it doesn't just come down to like your class content. It also comes down to if you're doing merch and stuff like that. You want to create something that they will actually purchase, something that they're going to wear and represent your brand. So don't just t-shirts are easy. Everybody does that when they first start. When you start getting into like sweatshirts and and tank tops and things of that nature, you you know pick the right sizes. All those little details, all those little things make a community. You want to cater to the people that are there supporting you um, and you want to make them feel appreciated. You want to make them feel loved and cared for. And it's in the details. It's all in the details. Well, that's my time for today. Um, I hope that you were able to get something from this and um, share it with your friends, share it with your um, co-workers, listen to it, download it. Super excited. I believe like there were almost a hundred downloads already of this thing. I'm so excited. Thank you guys so much for the support. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love y'all. I appreciate you um, coming alongside me to say that, you know, this is something you want to be a part of and I'm looking forward to bringing some people to you guys very soon. And as we wrap up, key key thing one key thing be honest with yourself be honest about how you feel be honest about who you are if you can do that for yourself then you can do that with other people all right much love to y'all we'll catch you on the next episode